It's been a tough start to 2023 for Donnie Shots, and the 10-time champ is not happy about it. We'll talk about that, plus what exactly you get as a sprint car full-timer from two different series. And we've also got more. Let's go. It's Thursday, March 23rd. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. I wanted to start today off with a couple of interesting social media posts from the All-Stars and the ASCS. Both series are nearing the starts of their season and are looking to complete their rosters of full-time competitors. The All-Star group right now looks to be eight with the addition last week of Sealing and JJ Hickel, and the current ASCS 360 field I think is 10 right now. The SCS National Tour lost their opening weekend at Devil's Bowl to weather, so they're going to try again on March 31st, and the All-Star Point season opens in a few weeks at Attica. So there's still some time here for teams to decide what they want to do and if they want to still sign up. We saw yesterday both Kevin Nouse with the All-Stars and the ASCS post one-sheeters with their list of benefits for the upcoming season, with the hopes that maybe the, uh, some other teams would make the move and sign on. The All-Star pitch is as follows. They've got a nice point fund. Champion gets $80,000. Everyone down to 10th gets at least five figures. All competitors get supplemental accident insurance plus a tow money package that will be north of $20,000. New members get four pit passes per event plus 300 in tow money, while returners get four pit passes and $325. The top five A-main finishing full-timers also get an additional 100 bucks on top of the night's purse money. All-Stars don't technically have a cost for membership, but you must put down a refundable deposit that you will get returned based on minimum attendance requirements. They also have very light restrictions on where members can race outside of the series. Guys are able to run a ton of outlaw shows, plus the entire high limit schedule if they so choose. If you've watched the show in the past, we've actually talked about this package before, but it's nice to see it all laid out in one place. If a team is looking to go out on the road, it would definitely be something to strongly consider. As for the ASCS, I don't think I've seen their full package uh, kind of publicly like this before. Their champion gets $50,000 with, again, everyone down to 10th guaranteed five figures. Drivers must compete in 95% of the schedule and be in good standing to make that point fund money. Membership is $200 for the year. Each uh, paid member does get additional insurance, just like the All-Stars. And that's really common of a lot of series that when you sign up for your membership, you get accident insurance. Drivers get a free pit pass and membership carries a max $30 pit pass cost per night, except the Knoxville Nationals and Short Track Nationals, as is noted here. Full-timers get $300 tow money per night, which will end up to be around $13,000 for the year, depending on rainouts and things like that. It's another solid package for sprint car teams. Obviously, ASCS is 360 racing. Owner Terry Maddox has worked to reduce the schedule footprint some uh, to try to make that series more affordable and try and draw in some more teams. As we talk about money, finances, revenue, the streaming stuff, all of that, it's nice to have this information out there so we can better understand what the full picture really is for teams. It's definitely a good thing. I applaud both series for being super transparent about what they are offering these teams. Hopefully, it will mean more teams choosing to go out full-time in 2023. A couple of weeks ago, we did a Q&A episode, and I got asked about Donnie Schatz's World of Outlaws title chances for this season. At the time, I wasn't super hopeful. You know, they've had some struggles in recent years, and I feel like the ramp up in the competition level with the Outlaws is just insane right now. Shots was better during the second Volusia weekend uh, versus the first. You know, you talk about Dirt Car Nationals versus their event during Bike Week. But this past Saturday at Lincoln was not what you'd expect from that 15 bunch. 
They were the victims of a poor draw and deteriorating track conditions and qualifying, and they were really never able to dig out of that hole. Shots used a provisional and finished 20th on the night. And with drivers talking about the new tire unhooking the car a bit, I figured this would be a chance for guys like Shots to really shine through. You know, you think about their experience, and especially somebody like Donnie, who's literally made a career running through the slick in the middle, uh, that, you know, this would have been their opportunity to really take a step forward, but that really didn't happen. They've also apparently been going through engines like water, an average finish of near 12 so far in six races. It's already the third time he's finished outside the top 10 this season. In a piece posted to Flow Racing yesterday, Kyle McFadden had some quotes from Shots about the situation. He mentioned they lost five engines at Volusia, which is absolutely crazy. It's tough to focus on car setup when your guys are constantly swapping out horsepower. Schatz also made it pretty clear that he's not happy with how things are going, saying, quote, My job is to drive the car and do what I can, give feedback. Some days I'm giving feedback and they look the other way on it. At some point, that's got to change, unquote. It's a pretty searing indictment from the 10-time champion on what's going on inside that team. You thought maybe after they won the final two races of 2022 at Charlotte that they'd come out this season hot, but obviously the mechanical woes slowed, uh, slowed their progress at Volusia. Headed to Talladega and Magnolia this weekend, Schatz is already 92 points behind Gravel, way down in ninth in the standings. It's not a great place they find themselves in while, both, while they both try and sort out the engine issues and find the right balance with this new tire. Kudos to Kyle McFadden for this reporting here, though. Well, you can find that story over at Flow Racing if you want to read the whole thing. Now, we'll talk more about the Outlaw Weekend on tomorrow's show. If you were hoping for some super late model racing this weekend, your options are continuing to dwindle. We'd already lost the XR weekend at Bulls Gap, and now the Thaw Brawl at Davenport has been postponed. This one was going to look like a really big national tour show. We had uh, Jonathan Davenport, Bobby Pierce, Brandon Shepard, Ricky Thornton Jr. A whole bunch of guys were going to come run this one, but not anymore. Precipitation chances, cold temperatures are in the forecast, and organizers are now looking at other date options to try and reschedule. Looking at the rest of the weekend light model schedule, there's still maybe some hope for Central Pennsylvania. They've got ULMS shows on tap for Williams Grove and Port Royal. Florence Speedway in Kentucky will try this Saturday. They've got a 5,000 win show, so hopefully we'll get something in somewhere. Uh, following his uh, World of Outlaws win at Lincoln over the weekend, Rico Abreu has made a return to YouTube. Yesterday, he posted a Day in the Life video, which was his first upload to YouTube in almost three years. And the piece follows him through a day at the shop, uh, kind of doing merch stuff, making content. Ricky Warner and the boys are in there, uh, and of course, the dogs. I'll link to it in the description below if you want to check it out. And I've added Rico's channel to the channels tab on this YouTube page if you want to subscribe there. That channels page at youtube.com slash dirt tracker is a good place to start if you're looking for other dirt racing videos to check out. There are now 33 dirt racing channels listed there, so plenty of content to discover. Uh, the USMJS Modifieds are back in action this weekend. They've got the King of America at Humboldt Speedway in Kansas. Tonight through Saturday night, you'll get the USMTS Challengers plus B-Mods. The three USMTS features pay $3,000, $5,000, and $12,000 to win. Tom Barry Jr. and Jake Tim took the opening weekend victories a few weeks ago at Rocket Raceway Park. Tim is the current points leader. The track was open last night for practice, but timing and scoring info wasn't shared anywhere. I don't know who the full list of guys was that participated. Pre-entry list over at My Race Pass shows 26 cars, but it's obviously going to be much larger when that when they get rolling today. Just to give you an idea of how much that list will swell, the opening night at Rocket had 87 entries. That's a lot of modifieds. Uh, Jake O'Neill is the defending King of America winner. Tickets for today, 25 bucks to sit in the grandstands. They open at 5. Racing starts at 6 local. 
you can't get there, Race and Dirt has live coverage all weekend. Speaking of that streaming schedule, it is much better looking, uh, you know, kind of for the next 24 hours here. A lot more stuff to check out. Race and Dirt has that opening night of the King of America, like I said. Uh, there is Racing Down Under on Flow and Clay Review, plus Flow Racing 24-7 and Dirt Vision. Now, to see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch for yourself, head over to dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. Hope you guys have a good Thursday out there. We'll be right back here tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily. <laughs>